At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Back to All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Kate Constable here with you. Let's get back to the games, and let's start with the one happening today but apparently a lot of people are not going to watch, but I know I will be keeping an eye on it. It is the Dolphins and the Jets. New York, nine and a half point dogs at home with a total of 40 and a half. Tim Boyle will be getting the start at quarterback for the Jets. So, Kate, how are you playing? I'm um, playing the Dolphins. Not even thinking twice. Laying the points with the Dolphins, taking the Dolphins team total over. My favorite is Dolphins team total over 24 and a half. I think that is a very doable number uh, for this squad, despite being on the road. Dolphins have, I mean, what's the storyline behind the Dolphins this year? They've played great against really bad teams, put up a ton of points. And this Jets team isn't just bad. Like, they're really bad. Last week, 0-11 on third downs, four turnovers, six sacks. Tim Boyle coming in for Zach Wilson is not going to change that. So I think the Jets, or rather the Dolphins, are going to be on the field quite a bit today. That's going to lead to quite a bit of opportunities for points. I would I would lay the points and take the Dolphins team total over. We just heard uh, John say he likes the under in this game. I could see that happening with, with still both of those plays on the Dolphins hitting because it could just be all Miami scoring in this one and uh, nothing for New York. So I, I like the Dolphins, uh, Ed. Is that too kind of square obvious for this game i think it is i i think it is oh, come and on. as i was mentioning with i no i'm dead serious like i think you know I, I mentioned this to john uh daigle in our last segment by the way of check out our podcast wherever you podcast it was a great conversation as it always is every friday with john uh but the reason why i'm going to back the jets here i mean the under 40 and a half is probably the best play of all but the reason why backing the jets is more of a process play than anything else Tim Boyle is not that much worse than Zach Wilson, but the spread has moved as though he is. It's moved, what, two and a half points, two points uh, thereabouts, just based upon this quarterback news. I don't like that move at all. And oftentimes, and others have done fantastic studies on this, we do overreact to quarterback changes. And especially in this case, like none of us really believed in Zach Wilson, right? Like maybe he had one or two good performances this year, kind of in the earlier parts of this stretch for him. But lately it's been a complete disaster. There's a reason why he was benched against Buffalo, despite that defense having just about no warm bodies to speak of. 
if Zach Wilson is struggling against them, then I don't know how Tim Boyle is going to be even worse than that. So just in that respect, I do think that this is just too many points and I'm willing to back the Jets here. Other reason too, and I think we need to have an honest conversation about this. This Miami offense got off to a phenomenal start, no doubt about it. They were also completely healthy and they were also fantastic on outside runs. But now when we look at the passing attack, it's starting to look like Tyreek Hill and nobody else. And to me, that's a concern in terms of just having some flexibility there. And then with the absence of Devon Achan and the fact that he just can't get right for some reason, I have some real concerns about this ground game. And those concerns were already there in terms of what we thought about the Dolphins preseason. But the fact that things just haven't been remedied just yet leads me to believe that Miami Still a great team because I think the defense is getting a good bit better. But I think it's also pointing to the fact that this offense, maybe it's just not as reliable as we once thought. And I could definitely see this being like a 14 to 10 kind of ball game where you go, wow, Miami won. Clearly they're the better team. But boy, I was expecting a lot more from this offense. I'm I'm surprised to hear you say that. I do agree that a lot of their numbers, uh, I mean, you look at their offense, number one in points per game, total yards, passing, rushing, red zone efficiency. A lot of those numbers are heavily inflated because of that game against the Broncos earlier this season, right? You, you mm-hmm. put up tw- 70 points in a game. I, I mean, what did they have? Like 800 yards in that game? Something. I mean, maybe that's way too high, but something crazy. That hasn't been the case every week. So we do kind of have to take a lot of these numbers and rankings on their offensive side with a grain of salt. That said, I I still like Miami just because we've kind of seen this script before when the Dolphins have faced like solid defenses, but really inefficient offenses. They've won. And those games were, Mm -hmm. yeah, against kind of like the Patriots and the Giants in the season, but they've still found a way to do it. And um, I don't like could could um, Tim Boyle come in and be like a Mike White situation from last year? Gives the Jets a spark and wins some games. I just don't see that happening, I guess, two seasons in a row. Um, so, uh, yeah, I-, I see your side, Ed. I totally do. And I get that Boyle is not that much of a downgrade from Wilson. And so the line movement there is maybe a little bit of an overreaction. But I still think the Dolphins could win this game by two touchdowns or so. I look at a passer rating for the Dolphins uh, over the last four weeks, and it's at 97 and a half, which is just above average. Uh, It's around, I believe, 12th in the NFL right now. Like, it's something where you would expect more given just the type of hot start that they had. I think it's coming back down to reality a little bit. Now, look, I don't think that we should necessarily adjust our priors when it comes to, like, our futures here. Like, if you still think the Dolphins are going to win the AFC East, like, both things can be true. The offense can be sputtering just a tad, but the defense is getting a lot better in large part because Jalen Ramsey is there, and he's back, and he's wonderful. Uh, But I also think that, okay, maybe the scale is uh, teetering just a little bit in terms of what the team's strength is for the Dolphins. And that's why I just feel like it's too many points, not to mention the backup quarterback situation where the spread, I think, is moving unnecessarily. Uh, But as far as props in a game like this, what stands out to you? Well, I've been seeing a ton this morning of people liking Tim Boyle over passing attempts. Is that kind of how you see this Jets offense operating is throwing the ball a ton versus handing it off to Brees Hall and letting him try and do the work? Um, 
question there. My my prop, I'm going to look towards um, Raheem Moster. That's assuming he plays was questionable earlier in the week, but mm-hmm. I think he's kind of been a really good option on the ground um, for this Dolphins team lately. And uh, so Moster is who I'm looking for, but interested to get your take on Tim Boyle's passing attempts. Pass attempts, uh, I probably think that's about right, uh, only because if you believe that Miami is going to get off to a big lead, then game script is going to suggest that he will have to throw it a bit more just to keep up. But I actually have a different Tim Boyle prop that I really like, and I think you're going to back me up on this one. Tim Boyle's longest pass completion under 29 and a half yards at minus 110 on BetMGM. It's all going to be about the short game. There's not going to be that much yak. I trust this Dolphins defense to be able to contain whatever passing attack the Jets roll on out there. Uh, But I think his best completion uh, could be significantly under 29 and a half, but definitely I think it will uh, go comfortably under that number and I won't be sweating it. Yeah, that seems very high, especially with Jalen Ramsey back in the secondary. Like Miami's defense has only gotten better over the last couple of weeks. So for him to have a big time completion like that, is, is this, this has to be his first career start. Has he started ever uh, in, I believe, I mean, I know he's I believe this is his while. first start. Yeah, I believe right? it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this isn't the the easiest of challenges uh, for him, all things considered. Right. Uh, the fact that they'll probably be taking away his deep shots and he'll have to be a little bit more methodical. Now, look, I mean, those who don't start very much, they tend to be more methodical anyway. Uh, but still, though, I mean, I think the pass rush uh, should be more than competent. And Miami's pretty good at stuffing the run as well. Like Christian Wilkins has been great as far as that's concerned. So mm-hmm. I, I look at this and I get more and more impressed by the day with this Dolphins defense uh, to where I think Boyle's just going to have his hands full, regardless of however much experience he might have, uh, you know, in the NFL. But it, this is a tough challenge to have for him. Uh, in terms of trying to make things right for the Jets. And it's also nice to know that you say that I should not be sweating my under win total for the Jets that I placed at the start of the year. Under nine and a half, I believe, is what I had. So sounds like uh, you're okay for me there. Yeah, I don't think you should be sweating that one bit. And it doesn't (laughs) get much easier for the Jets going forward. I mean, their schedule coming up is still, what do we have? My, I guess Atlanta, Houston, and then Miami again. Like mm-hmm. they they have some games left to play this season, so I think you were just fine with that uh, win total. Ed, that was a a good call prior to Thank Aaron Rodgers going down. I, I I just knew that it was not going to work out. Like that offensive line is just abysmal. It, you know, it doesn't matter who's uh, at quarterback. Like no protection whatsoever. Okay, let's move on now to the Browns and the Broncos here. Denver one and a half point favorites uh, up in the Mile High City with a total of. 36. What do you like here, Kate? I kind of like the Browns here. Uh, I know John, um, in the last segment, he's going with the Broncos, laying the one and a half. I just have to imagine that there is some regression coming for Denver, who has looked impressive over the last couple of weeks. You know, three straight wins, four straight wins, rather. Kansas City, um, that was a big win, although Patrick Mahomes was sick in that game, so maybe a little caveat there. But beating Buffalo on the road, and then Minnesota last week, uh, I, the the Vikings were coming into that game with a lot of momentum, really hot. Uh, I just wonder, you know, a last-minute touchdown to win that game for the Broncos last week. Like, they've had a lot of things go their way lately uh, that's helped them win some of these games. So I just wonder if this is kind of the time that that changes a little and they kind of come back down to earth. Brown's defense, 
Uh, they've limited opponents quite a bit this season. So I, I think that they can slow down Russell Wilson and that passing game. My concern with the Browns is the same as, as John mentioned, is that their quarterbacks, you know, first start on the road in um, the mile high city with that altitude, that could be a little tricky um, mm -hmm. for DTR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It certainly can be, and that's why, like, even an underplay is uh, more than comfortable for me here. And, you know, much as I love and admire and respect John Daigle, uh, I'm taking the other direction here. Uh, this is my alternate spread of the week. I'm taking Browns minus one and a half here, in large part because I think it's the outside run game that's going to dictate the outcome, because Denver has been dead last in success rate defending outside runs. And even though when you think of the Browns, you think of inside runs between the tackles, got to believe that Kevin Stefanski and company uh, can help adjust this offense just enough, uh, especially with an athletic quarterback in Dorian Thompson Robinson. Like, let's we not forget uh, that he can take off and he can run. And I think that athleticism could matter a great deal. Uh, I also feel like, why don't we bring back the jet sweep? Why don't we have some receivers uh, in motion a little bit and maybe have them run to the outside? So uh, if I can ever find, say, like a prop with a receiver and their rushing yards for the Browns, that I think I'm probably going to like more than anything else, just because uh, as much as we may have been impressed by this Denver defense in terms of the improvement they've made since the start of the year, I still feel like that there are some significant deficiencies and defending outside runs might be the biggest one. Yeah, I could get behind that. Uh, props in this one. Anything that stands out to you? I've been kind of scanning the board, uh, and I'm not seeing a whole lot that I love. Yeah, there's some things I'd probably want to wait to to see if uh, something sort of jumps out. Uh, certainly, Cortland Sutton, anytime touchdown, I'm sure that's going to be a fairly popular one just because yeah. he's been so acrobatic uh, over the last few weeks. At the same time, though, this is a great Browns defense top to bottom. There are few, if any, weaknesses when it comes to uh, you know trying to run or pass against any one particular area. So in that respect, uh, to me, I don't even know if this is a props game outside of what I'm talking about in terms of a Browns receiver getting some rushing yards. Uh, but other than that, I think, you know, there may be some opportunities to play the under here or whichever spread you're more comfortable with. Other than that, there's probably not a whole lot else I would look at. Yeah, I feel like unders in Denver, too, have also I'd have to check the numbers there, but have hit at a fairly high mm -hmm. rate just because that altitude. A lot of times teams do start off a little slow while they're catching their breath and and all that. So, I mean, plus 
The line's at 36 for a reason. It's expected to be very yes. low scoring. And that whenever I see mm-hmm. a number like that, like similar to Iowa each week when they're when their total is at like 25, those have all stayed under. Uh-huh. It's that low for a reason. I think sometimes the public is just scared to play a under like that because it is insanely low and we don't see that often. So um yeah, I'm with you. I like the Broncos and I like your look on the under. There you go. How about the Rams and the Cardinals here? Los Angeles, one and a half point favorites on the road. Total of 44 and a half. It is indoors. Kyler Murray is playing. So there are reasons to believe that we will see some points here. Might be a sharp total. Uh, But still, though, what do you like in this game? Yeah, I would. I like. I think I like the over in this one. I mean, a lot of times I feel like when the total is sitting around like a forty-four or forty-five, I feel like maybe the books don't quite know how to price that. And you have these quarterbacks that both have big arms. Matthew Stafford's going to be throwing the ball a ton, um, so I'm looking for points in this one. I'm not confident taking either of these teams really to cover this number um or i guess i'm not confident in which of these two teams are going to win this game but i do like the fact mm-hmm. that uh this total is fairly high and uh, that kind of matches the way i see this game going of more of a back and forth shootout rather than a big defensive battle that's you know slow low scoring something like that Trey McBride is in a great bounce back spot uh, after probably mm-hmm. underwhelming just a little bit last week. Uh, Hollywood Brown can also be a great receiver for Kyler Murray. And also, too, like he's getting his usual workload on the ground, roughly six to seven carries. That matters a great deal in terms of at least backing this Cardinals offense to do their part. We figure the Rams will because of those great receivers. I think the Cardinals can do their part as well. So definitely I love the over in that one. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, can the Chiefs right the ship with their offense? Our plays on Kansas City, Las Vegas, and much, much more right here on the BetQL Network.